Oh, Yahweh, save, please. Hosanna is the cry of a people longing for salvation. It is the cry of a people who are oppressed. And here in our text from Mark chapter 11, Jesus is riding into his holy city, ready to bring salvation to the oppressed. His very name speaks to the promises of God that Jesus himself will deliver. Jesus, Yahweh, saves. From Matthew chapter 1, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. The cry for salvation and the arrival of a Savior. The people are crying, Hosanna, O Yahweh, save, please. As Yahweh saves, that is Jesus, God with us, the incarnate God, God in human flesh, processes right in front of them. Even through the lens of Advent, you can feel the excitement begin to build along with the longing and anticipation. Could it finally be happening? Is it really him? Is our long wait over? Will this finally be the one who frees us forever? This Advent, it is easy for me to put myself into the shoes of the ancient Israelites. As Christmas approaches, there's always a sense of anticipation, is there not? As children, we cannot wait for what Christmas morning will bring for us under the tree. We see all the packages and their fancy paper decorated with ribbons and bows, and the food, the delicious food of Christmas dinner, and the parties with friends and neighbors. Adding to that this year, we await our own oppression to be lifted. The virus, the pandemic, has so changed our lives this year, and so we wait with great anticipation. When will the virus be vanquished? When will the governor's executive order be lifted? When will businesses reopen? and those of us working from home be able to return to our offices and the camaraderie of colleagues and friends. We long for when we can reunite with family and neighbors and when we can once again fill the pews of the sanctuary. I can almost feel myself becoming a, ze a zealous Israelite from 2,000 years ago. Hosanna, Yahweh, save, please, save us from the virus. Save us from the governor's order. Save us from our isolation and our loneliness. But what if everything I am anticipating does not come to pass? This year, that means something quite different than a disappointing or underwhelming present under the tree. What if the virus does not go away this year? What if the governor's order goes on and on? What if 2021 is no different than 2020. What if Christmas comes and nothing seems different? 
consider in Mark's Gospel how quickly the shouts of Hosanna fade and are replaced with the shouts of crucify him. The long-awaited Messiah has finally arrived. We are finally going to be free. And then, wait, what was that? He's, he's not going to expel the Romans? He's not going to give us what we wanted, what we've waited for for so long? Is that not what the Messiah was meant to do, to save his people? Perhaps we don't need this Jesus after all. And Pilate again said to them, Then what shall I do with the man you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him. How often and how easy it is to turn on Jesus when he is not what you or I want him to be for us. I can almost see myself, no, I can see myself in the crowds in Mark's Gospel, both those shouting Hosanna and those shouting crucify him. Do you see yourself there as well? Perhaps you should. When you dishonor your parents, you are shouting crucify him. When you bear false witness against your neighbor, you are shouting crucify him. When you besmirch your boss or your teacher, when you speak evil against the governing authorities, or when you hold on to that grudge against your fellow parishioner, you are shouting, crucify him. You are guilty. I am guilty of putting Jesus on the cross. You and I sin, and Jesus died. So then what kind of Savior is this Jesus after all. Jesus did not do what I wanted him to do. If he is my Savior, what type of salvation is this? All of the problems that I had yesterday, I seem to still have this morning. Many of you have joined with me and Michelle in praying that her back would be healed, yet her pain is worse than ever. Where is our Savior in her pain? Or when you cry to the Lord, Hosanna, deliver me from this cancer. And the cancer continues to grow. Or Hosanna, deliver me from this family turmoil, from my joblessness, from my brokenness. The fact of the matter is, however, that Jesus is not found where we think he should be. He is not found where I want him to be. But he can be found. Well, no, wait, that's, that's not quite right either. Rather, Jesus finds you. Recall the two names for the infant babe given to Joseph by the angel. Jesus, Yahweh saves, and Emmanuel, God with us. So where is Jesus? Jesus is right here in this place with you. In the waters of your baptism, where you are claimed as a child of God, Jesus is present. In your baptism, you became a temple of the Holy Spirit, and He continues to dwell in you to this day. In the proclaimed word, whether you receive it here in the pews or at home on the live stream, Jesus is present in His word. His word 
saves. When you go to the rail and you receive Christ's body and blood, Jesus is present. He is given for you. He is literally inside of you. When you take the bread and the wine and you receive His body and blood, and when you suffer, and when you feel oppressed, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, He lives up to His name. He is there with you through your suffering and your pain. You don't need to worry about where to find Jesus. No, Jesus comes to you. You have been sought after, and you have been found. That is the promise in the shouts of Hosanna that we hear in our text this morning. Blessed is he who comes. Blessed is the coming. This one little verb, to come, is doing some pretty heavy lifting here. It speaks to the promises of God and the very nature of God. God comes to you. You are sought after and you are found. Recall our sermon text from last week from Ezekiel chapter 34. God's words in the mouth of his prophet. Behold, I, I myself will search. I will seek. I will rescue. I will bring. I will feed. I, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. The work of your salvation. The work of seeking and finding. The work of saving and being saved. It's done for you already in Jesus Christ. Jesus himself bore our sins in his body that we might not die from sin but live in righteousness. By his wounds you are healed. You are healed. You are saved. The work of your salvation has been done for you already. Advent, the season of anticipation, a time when we reflect on living in the now and the not yet. You are baptized. You are saved. Christ comes for you. But until Jesus comes again, or you are called home, we all still live in this fallen world. This world where we can so much be like the Israelites from 2,000 years ago, proclaiming Hosanna on one day and crucify Him on the next. This world where the psalmist's words are often not far from our lips. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. But as we anticipate the coming of our Lord this Advent season, we await his second coming, knowing that he has already come. Jesus, Yahweh saves, did just that. You are saved. Emmanuel, God with us, is just that. He is with you today. And he comes to you in your baptism, in the proclaimed word, and in the Holy Communion with these words of reassurance. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. 
in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Hosanna, oh Yahweh, save, please. He did, he does, and you are, you are saved in Christ Jesus. Hosanna to him be the glory. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.